Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of Zaps Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones. I'm sorry. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Kim Kardashian, Ryan Coogler, Nia Long, Kanye West, Loretta Lynn, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky, caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number 1, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash deathsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at deathsentertain1, that's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, that's stiletto, like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a rainy 58 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for tuning in and joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or Wednesday early evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you once again for your love and support and for always listening to That's Entertainment Online Radio. So how has everyone been? How's your week been so far? Uh, This week we're going to be talking about... Kim Kardashian, Uh, she is joining a long list of celebrities that are promoting cryptocurrency, and she's been barred from doing so for the next three years. I'll tell you what happened, what she did. Also, uh, Black Panther director Ryan Coogler is opening up about his grieving process since the death of Chadwick Boseman, and he admitted something that might have left the entertainment industry as a whole. I'll tell you what happened. Nia Long is keeping her lips sealed when asked about questions about her cheating fiancé, Emi Yudoka. Um, She's been 
quite quiet, but now I'm going to tell you what she is uh, saying about the uh, scandal. And uh, Kanye West is being slammed by the Black Lives Matter movement in response to a shirt that he wore to one of his fashion shows. And let's not forget Miss Loretta Lynn, the uh, queen of uh, country music. She has passed away. Uh, the coal miner daughter has passed away at the age of 90 in her Tennessee home. We're going to remember this uh Queen of Country and how she got started and and some of the songs that she have written and and recorded were also kind of banned. So without further ado, let's get started. Um, Kim Kardashian, she joins a long list of celebrities promoting cryptocurrency, and the list has now just gotten shorter. Kim Kardashian is being barred from doing so for the next three years and will pay a $1 million fine to settle federal charges that she recommended a crypto security to her 330 million Instagram followers without making clear that she was paid to do so. The reality TV star also must give up $250,000. She was paid for the Instagram post about uh, Ethereum Max tokens. I hope I'm pronouncing that right plus interest, according to a Securities and Exchange Commission settlement that was announced on Monday. Kardashian is the latest celebrity to get installed in regulation that required full disclosure by people getting paid to promote financial products. In 2020, actor Steven Seagal agreed to pay more than 300000 as part of a similar settlement with the SEC, which also banned him from promoting investments for three years. In 2018, the SEC settled uh, charges against professional, professional boxer um, Floyd Mayweather Jr. and music producer DJ Khaled for failing to disclose payment they received for promoting investments in a digital currency. Many celebrities and athletes regularly promote crypto through advertisements on TV and online in ways that they do not violate any law. Matt Damon, uh, Tom Brady, Reese Witherspoon, and Gwyneth Paltrow are among those who have used their fame to spread enthusiasm for cryptocurrency. SEC Chair Gary Gensler said in a statement that the Kardashian settlement said, uh, served as a reminder to celebrities and others that the law requires them to disclose to the public when and how much they are paid to promote investing in securities. Now, Gensler also used Monday's attention-grabbing settlement with a celebrity as an opportunity to educate the public, releasing a very a very uh, humorous YouTube video that warns about the potential pitfalls of investing advice doled out by the rich and famous. The SEC says Kardashian agreed to cooperate with an ongoing investigation, though it didn't provide any details on that investigation. And a lawyer for Kardashian, Patrick Gibbs, no relation, says she fully cooperated with the SEC from the very beginning, and she remains willing to do whatever she can to assist the SEC in this matter. And while Kardashian is well known for her role in the TV series The Kardashian, she's also a successful businesswoman and clothing and skincare brands. The values of many cryptocurrencies soared through the pandemic amid a surge in highly speculative investing. More recently, amid a decline in overall markets, the value of many uh, cryptocurrencies have plunged. 
Bitcoin has lost more than half its value in 2022, tumbling to around 19000 this past Monday. The Ethereum Max token that Kardashian promoted has declined in value by more than 90% since its peak last May. And uh, Black Panther director Ryan Coogler is opening up about his grieving process since the death of Chadwick Boseman and admitted that he nearly left the entertainment industry as a whole. Coogler started, uh, he stated to uh, Entertainment Weekly in an interview that was released this past Monday saying, quote, I was I was a point I was at a point when I was like I'm walking away from this business. I didn't know if I could make another movie period or another Black Panther movie because it hurt a lot. I was like, man, how could I open up to feeling like this again? Unquote. Now, following Bozeman's death in August of 2020, Cooler found himself rewatching footage of he and Bozeman discussing the significance of T'Challa and Wakanda. He said, quote, I was pouring over a lot of our conversations that we had towards what I realized was the end of his life. I decided that it made more sense to keep going, unquote. The highly anticipated sequel to the 2018 film will feature returning cast members Angela Bassett, Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, as they confront the death of King T'Challa, which was played by Bozeman. Marvel Studios did not recast the late actor's role as President Kevin uh, Feige explained that it was much too soon. The world is still processing the loss of Chad, and Ryan poured that into the story. The official trailer for Wakanda Forever arrived on Monday morning, October 3rd, revealing the film's villain and teased that he may take on the mantle as the Black Panther. The film will make its theatrical debut on November 11th. And Nia Long is keeping her lips sealed when asked a question about her cheating fiancé, Aimi Yudoka. The actress even laughed at the question about whether she was working things out with the suspended NBA coach during the first outing since the affair scandal. The 51-year-old star resurfaced for the first time in Los Angeles on Saturday, October 1st, since news broke of Aimi's affair with a staffer. Approached by a photographer, she refused to comment on her fiancé's infidelity. And this is according to TMZ. But her actions spoke louder than words. Nia dished her engagement ring during the outing. She was accompanied by her 10-year-old son, Kes, whom she shared with her longtime partner, Aimi, as they were leaving a local Whole Foods. In the video obtained by the site, the actress let out an exasperated laugh before walking away and into her car. Nia previously asked for privacy in the wake of her fiancé's cheating scandal. Nia's statement arrived after the Boston Celtics announced that Aimi is suspended for the entire 22-23 NBA season for violation of the team code of conduct. The decision was made after the second-year head coach engaged in an improper relationship with a married female staff member. It was then revealed that Aimi, alleged mistress, was the Celtics team travel planner. She allegedly even helped Nia with the latter arrangement to move to Boston permanently two weeks before the affair was leaked to the public. They were allegedly caught in the affair after the staffer husband overheard a private conversation on a home doorbell camera. And um, uh, Kanye West, uh, he slammed the Black Lives Matter movement in response to the White Lives Matter shirt at his Yeezy 
SZN9 show. And his comments have drawn criticism from a number of figures. Wanda Cooper James, the mother of hate crime victim Ahmaud Arbery, recently spoke out against West after the rapper referred to Black Lives Matter as a scam on social media. In a statement through her attorney, Cooper James denounced West's mockery of the BLM movement, deming it a stark contract with the assistance and support of the families of Arbery and others. And... Um, This is what they said. Um, As a result of the display, White Lives Matter started trending in the U.S., which was directly to support and legitimize extremist behavior, much like the behavior that took the life of her son. son. The lawyer said in a statement to Rolling Stone that, quote, that this is the thing that Wanda and families like hers continue to fight against. Now, Cooper James' attorney continued adding that the mockery of the Black Lives Matter movement and his now denunciation of the movement as some sort of hoax files directly in the face of what he said. Uh, It's confusing for her. It's confusing for the family to receive his support privately, but publicly to set us all back. The private support Cooper James mentioned regards regarded that West's $2 million donation to the family of Aubrey, George Floyd, and Breonna Taylor back in June of 2020. The rapper also covered all the Arbery's family legal fees in relation to the investigation and trials surrounding Arbery's death. And in addition to Kanye West, other was spotted wearing the White Lives Matter shirt, including polarizing political pundit Candace Owens and Lauren Hill's daughter, Sela Marley. Now, Ahmaud Arbery was shot to death in Satila Shores, a neighborhood in Glen County, Georgia, in a racially motivated murder in February of 2020. The three men involved, Travis McMichael, Greg McMichael, and William Rody Bryan, were all found guilty of federal hate crimes and are currently serving out their prison sentence. And while Kanye was wearing these shirts, uh, the shirt and with uh, Candace Owen, he didn't explain anything. He didn't say anything. So a lot of people feel that he's making a mockery. And and the crazy part about it, he had contributed, he had donated to the, the families of the Black Lives Matter movement. So people are, like, wondering why is he doing this. But, you know, I have said time and time again that Kanye is just not right. He's not right. Um, he hasn't been right since. And uh, this is just another example, just another example. Um, Loretta Lynn, the Kentucky coal miner's daughter, turned queen of country music across seven trailblazing decades as a singer, songwriter, and role model. She died Tuesday at her Tennessee home. She was 90 years old. The Country Music Hall of Fame inductee, already the mother of four when her career began in the 1960s, emerged as both a star performer and new voice in country music, writing her own songs and creating her persona as an artist, unafraid of topics like sex, divorce, birth control, and cheating spouses. Lynn became the first woman ever cited as an entertainer of the year at Country Music, two major award shows, honored first by the Country Music Association in 1972 and three years later by the Academy of Country Music. And her fans, they crossed generations and genre, with Lynn paving the way for current artists like Miranda Lambert and Taylor Swift. Uh, rocker Jack White collaborated with Lynn on the 2004 comeback album, Van Leer Rose, as her songs reached a new generation of listeners. 
the native of Butcher Hollow, Kentucky, was the second of eight children, including singer Krista Gale. She was the daughter of a coal miner and the wife of one-time moonshiner Oliver Doolin, who became her manager after they married when she was just 15. And at the peak uh, during the 1970s, Lynn had scored 24 country hits, and she teamed with Conway Twitty on five number one singles. The successes include Louisiana Woman, Mississippi Man, and After the Fire is Gone, with the latter earning the pair a, a Grammy Award. The, the Academy of Country Music chose uh, honored Lynn as their artist of the decade for the 1970s, and she was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1988. She also even released an autobiography song called Cole's Mind Daughter, which was released in 1969 that led to a successful 1976 book, which turned to a hit 1980 movie of the same name. And actress Sissy Space had won an Oscar for her portrayal of Lynn, and the film was nominated for Best Picture. Um, it was her husband who first encouraged her to sing professionally and help her land a recording deal with Decca Records. Um, she's been, ex- she is, was one of those artists, was definitely a trailblazer. She simply was, she gave voice to the experiences of many rural women while calling on her own life. Uh, she continued to write in her 80s, landing a 2014 multi-album deal in 2014 with Legacy Records. And in 2017, she suffered a stroke that forced her to postpone her show. Uh, Her husband died in 1976, nearly a half a century after their marriage, and the couple had six children, 17 grandchildren, and four step-grandchildren. So rest in peace, Miss Loretta Lynn. Right now we have 17 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every Wednesday afternoon, uh, starting at 3 p.m., we bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. We used to broadcast at 1, but this is going to be the new time. It started this We've been playing with this time slot for a while, so this is definitely going to be the new time slot going forward. So for all those uh uh, people who've been listening at the 1 o'clock hour, uh, we're going to be broadcasting at 3 instead. Uh, Tia Mori and husband Corey uh, Hardrick are calling it quits after 14 years of marriage. On Tuesday, the Sister Sister alum announced that the couple split in a heartfelt Instagram post. And this is what she said. She said, quote, I have always been honest with my fans, and today is no different. I wanted to share that Corey and I have decided to go our separate ways, This decision are are never easy and not without sadness. We will maintain a friendship as we co-parent our beautiful children. I am grateful for all the happy times we had together and want to thank my family, friends, and fans for your love and support as we start this new chapter moving forward in our lives. Unquote. Maury also filed for divorce from her husband in Los Angeles on Tuesday, according to a document obtained by People. In the filing, she uh, cited irreconcilable differences as a reason for their split. While a date of the separation was not specified, she is requesting joint physical and legal custody of their children, 11-year-old son Cree and 4-year-old daughter Cairo. The couple who tied the dot in 2008 have a prenuptial agreement, and Maury is asking the judge to terminate spousal support according to the documents. 
Supermodel Giselle Bungeon has hired an attorney to begin divorce proceeding against husband Tom Brady. Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback and shoe-in Hall of Famer, is trying to figure out what to do and looking for his own attorney. Uh, that's what People Magazine had reported on Tuesday. The two married in February of 2009, and the tension between Brady and Bunchen reportedly began last spring when Brady unretired from the NFL and returned for his 23rd season. Before the start of the season, Brady missed nearly two weeks of training camp while vacationing with the family in the Bahamas. A source had told People that Giselle is frustrated and sick of his career coming before their family, who has always supported them, uh, always supported him. The report of a possible split comes after a source told said that the two were trying to figure things out while riding out Hurricane Ian together in Miami. Ashanti has taken to social media in recognition of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, sharing photos of her younger sister, Shia Douglas, who had previously spoken out about being a victim of partner abuse. And this is what um, Shia has said. She said, quote, it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Words will never be able to express the amount of pain, fury, and disgust I feel reliving these moments. Um she said in this lengthy post on Instagram that, um, but at the same time, she said, I'm proud of how strong, courageous, resist, resilient, and unbreakable you are. My sister is a warrior. I love you deep and infinitely. Um, Shia Douglas previously revealed that she was involved in a violent relationship with her ex fiance Slow Bucks releasing graphic photos in 2020 of her battered and bruised face as well as clips of her reconstruction surgery on her mouth and jaw. She also shared her on her Instagram post, including the photos two days prior to Ashanti's own post. Ashanti said, quote, Thank you for being so brave and bringing awareness to this evil, vile, and sad behavior that so many women face every day. You did it. You won. The Only You artist has also said that some women feel so scared that they have no way out. By sharing your story, you bring hope, strength, and continue to raise awareness for domestic violence. God continues to bless you every day as you grow, grow, prosper, and walk in your purpose. Your heart, mind, and conscience are clear. You will get back everything you deserve, unquote. Um, Shia, uh, Shia Douglas um, said that... Uh, she had reflected on her toxic relationship, saying that she had put up with more than she should have due to her desire to create her own family. If you are experiencing domestic abuse or are worried about a friend or a loved one or need help, please, please, please contact the free 24-hour National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's one 800 799 7233 Drake will add another bullet point to his historic resume when he performs at the legendary Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York for the first time on November 11. The show was announced on October 4 via the Grammy winner's Instagram and will be held in partnership with Sirius XM. In true certified lover boy fashion, the tickets are not simply available for purchase. In order to take part in the special evening, 
interested attendees have to tune into his radio show, Sound 42, on the XMM app anytime from now until 11 p.m. Eastern on October 26. A pop-up message will appear with instructions on how to enter a sweepstake where two tickets can be won per person. This concert follows an active last year, few years for the Toronto rapper, as he recently appeared on DJ's Khaled uh, 13th studio album, God Did, on August 26th. The 35-year-old kick-started the rollout with the lead single, Staying Alive, alongside Little Baby, and then set the tone for the full project upon its release with the 47-second intro record, No Secret. On June 17, the part-time crooner surprised the world with his dance-inspired seventh studio album, Honestly, Never Mind. The majority of the 14-track LP was handled by the boy, with the exception of the album closer, Jimmy Cooks, which featured 21 Savage. Nevertheless, to say, Drake fans have been patiently waiting for an opportunity to see him in concert post-pandemic, so his show at the Apollo Theater will be monumental. And uh, the production company behind the movie, Russ, has reached a settlement with the family of Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer killed on set last October, both parties announced on Wednesday. Hutchins died after being shot by a firearm that was handled by actor and producer Alec Baldwin at the Bonanza uh, Creek a Ranch near uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, where production for the Western film was taking place. Um, the cinema photographer husband, Matthew Hutchins, and their nine-year-old son filed a wrongful death lawsuit in February, naming Baldwin, his fellow producers, and multiple crew members. The terms of the civil settlement was not announced. The agreement remains subject to court approval. Baldwin claimed he was told that the gun was cold, indicating it wasn't loaded with live ammunition before the fatal incident on October 21, 2021. He also claimed he never pulled the gun trigger. A lawyer for Russ Movement Production, meanwhile, called the settlement an important step forward in celebrating Carlina's life. Wow. So they decide to settle, I see. Wow. Okay. Right now we have 25 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, Coming up after the music break, uh, we're going to be talking about the new Scooby-Doo animation movie. And one of its main characters, Velma, has officially been depicted as an LGBTQ character. I'll tell you more about this. The successful uh, showing of Hocus Pocus 2 has garnered at least, well, put it this way, Disney Plus revealed Tuesday that um, that Hocus Pocus 2, which come nearly 30 years after the 1993 original, became the number one streaming movie that debuted domestically to date. And uh, Bruce Willis Remember last week I was telling you that uh, Bruce Willis, there was, uh, he was alleged to have sold his image to a tech company? Well, apparently that was not true. I'll tell you the latest. And my girl R&B star, her, can't wait to play Belle in Beauty and the Beast. And um, Tyler, the creator, has been tapped to join the cast of Big Mouth. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. 
The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we have 29 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Sam Smith featuring Kim Petras and Unholy. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you that one of the Scooby-Doo characters, Velma, Dickley has officially been depicted as an LGBTQ character in a new animated Scooby-Doo Halloween special entitled Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. Following year-long speculation about Velma's sexual orientation, online clips from the new film released yesterday, Tuesday, revealed that the fictional character developed a crush on another female character, a costume designer named Coco Diablo. In one clip shared on Twitter, Velma uttered her trademark line, Jinkies, after meeting Coco for the first time and appeared to be completely smitten after meeting her. Now, representatives for Warner Brothers Discovery, Inc. did not immediately return people's request for comment, but in 2020, the filmmaker James Gunn, who's... uh, he did Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo 2, Monster Unleashed, revealed he had attempted to make the fan favorite character gay, but was eventually shot down. 
a gun dental offend at the time that some of the implications could still be seen in deleted scenes of the movie and that his original script would confirm that he tried to write her as a gay woman. During Pride Month in 2020, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated producer Tony Savone simply confirmed Velma's sexuality in an Instagram post. Alongside a photo of the characters, Marcy and Velma is in front of a rainbow background. That's what he wrote in the caption. Uh, he said, quote, I obviously don't represent every, every version of Velma, but I am one of the key people that represent this one. We made our intentions as clear as we could 10 years ago. Most of our fans got it. To those that didn't, I suggest you look closer. There's no new news here, unquote. Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo is currently available to rent or purchase on Prime Video. The Sanderson sisters continue to cast a spell on audiences. Disney Plus revealed Tuesday that Hocus Pocus 2, which comes nearly 30 years after the 1993 original, became the streaming service number one movie debut domestically to date. This is based on our stream in the first three days of its release, and it appeared last uh, premiere last Friday. Uh, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy and Jimmy, and uh, Doug Jones returned for the sequel. The cast also includes Sam Richardson, Tony Hale, Whitney Peak, uh, Freud Gutierrez, and ha- Hannah R- uh, Waddingham. Hocus Pocus 2 is directed by Ann Fletcher, who previously made 2009 The Proposal and 2018 Dumpling. Both Hocus Pocus movies are now streaming on Disney+. Bruce Willis is not selling his digital likeness to a deep fake production company. The 67-year-old former actor forced into retirement after his aphasia diagnosis has no partnership or agreement with the Deep Cake Company. That's what a representative for the star had told The Hollywood Reporter. The spokesperson did confirm a deep fake of the diehard star was created for a 2021 ad campaign, but said any future uses of the likeness would have to be cleared by Bruce. A publicist for Deep Cake also spoke to the media outlet and said Bruce's digital likeness could not have been sold in the first place as he is their only owner. Bruce was said to have become the first actor to complete a sale that would allow the creation of his digital twin to appear in projects. A statement said to have been issued by Bruce recently appeared on Deep Cake's official website in which he apparently spoke about his deep fake appearing in a European advertising campaign. The actor was said to have seen it as a great opportunity for him to go back in time, allegedly. Dad of five, Bruce was announced to have retired from acting career in uh, March after he was diagnosed with aphasia. Um, characterized by the difficulty with language or speech, is usually caused by damage to the left side of the brain responsible for understanding and producing language. The news he was retiring was revealed through a post shared to his daughter Rumor's Instagram account and which was signed by several of his children and family members, including his former wife, Demi Moore. R&B star Her can't wait to play Belle in Beauty and the Beast. While teasing the program will stay true to the original movie, the 25-year-old singer who will portray the beloved Disney princess in ABC's forthcoming live-action animated special, Beauty and the Beast, A 30th Celebration, is keen to add a fresh twist to the character. 
the Fight for You hitmaker is keen to show Belle's strength in her performance. She added, quote, I think the world has never seen a black and Filipino Belle, and there's a strength in Belle that I think we forget about sometimes, and I think people are going to see that musically and just in the way that she is, unquote. ABC says she would be taking part, never before seen musical performances, celebrating and paying homage to the beloved tale in the two-hour special, which will be recorded in front of a live audience at Disney Studio and broadcast on December 18th. Tyler, the creator, has been tapped to join the cast of Big Mouth. According to Pitchfork, uh, a is set to voice an unspecified role in the forthcoming adult cartoon with details surrounding his involvement scarce as of Monday, October 3rd. Now, the Grammy Award-winning musician is the latest figure to be featured in Netflix's hormone-focused animated comedy. In addition to Call Me If You Get Lost rapper, Big Mouth will feature new characters voiced by singer Adam Levine, comedian Amber Ruffin, actor Jeff Goldblum, and Peter Capaldi. Season 6 of Netflix's hit animation uh, series is set to return to the streaming giant platform on October 28th. And the trailer for uh, Will Smith, highly anticipated new film, Emancipation, is here. Uh, in the two-minute preview, a slave by the name of Peter, played by Smith, is seen planning his escape after hearing about the Emancipation Proclamation. He's intent on using his wits, steadfast faith, and deep-rooted love of family to invade slave catchers in the swamps of Louisiana. Inspired by the 1863 photo of a man known as Whip Peter, the film is based on the story of the formerly enslaved man who joined the Union Army in hopes of being reunited with his family. The photos of Peter contribute to the public outrage against slavery during that time. And following his first showing on Saturday in Washington, D.C., director Anton Fuqua shared with Deadline that he said, quote, that Will Smith is on a whole different level in this film. Incredible. Meanwhile, the Oscar winner explained on Instagram that this was the hardest movie he had ever made, blood, sweat, and tears, literally. Shout out to Apple, who dubbed and tripled down on their commitment to uh, deliver this epic story to the world. Described as a run-from-slavery thriller, Emancipation is slated for its uh, uh, premiere in theaters, actually, on December 2nd, with a December 9th streaming release on Apple TV Plus to follow. Michael Jackson Estate has partnered with Sony Music Entertainment to commemorate the 40th anniversary of Thriller with an official documentary. Directed by music historian Nelson George, the film that's currently in production focused on the making of the iconic album and its short film that paved the way for a new music video format. The untitled documentary is set to include never-before-seen footage and archival interviews center on how Thriller cemented Jackson as a global music and entertainment influence. Back in May, it was announced that Thriller 40, a remastered version of the original album plus demos and rarities, would be released this November to celebrate the anniversary as well. 
Thriller was the King of Pop's second solo album, which garnered 12 Grammy nominations and eight wins, including Album of the Year. The Triple Diamond Certified LP also produced seven top ten singles on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, and both Billie Jean and his Tyler single are certified diamond by the RIAA. YG has uh, dropped the newest visual for his song, Hot to Rob a Rapper, and quickly came under fire for the video in the aftermath of PNB Rock's death. The West Coast rapper, legally known as Keenan, Dequan, Ray Jackson, and feature artists Mosey and D3 Sism rap about robbing and potentially killing rappers for their jewels and cash. In the minimalistic black-and-white video, Jackson raps with precision and clear instructions. But upon release, the video received backlash from Twitter folks claiming the song was in bad taste. The backlash continued with more fans concluding that the song was dropped with terrible timing. The controversial track is featured on the rapper's latest album, I Got Issues, and arrived in the aftermath of P&B Rock's murder. According to the Los Angeles Times, the Philadelphia native legally known as Rakim Hashim Allen was shot and killed during a robbery at the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles South L.A. location. He was 30 years old. And Trina and Saucy Santana, get this, they have teamed up with the BLK dating app to establish a new anthem encouraging listeners to hit the polls. Released on Tuesday, October 4th in recognition of National Voters Education Week, No Voting, No Vucking, featuring both rappers delivering their signature sensual style. In addition to the catchy civic anthem, BLK also has an in-app election center, a digital hub designed to shift the culture of voting and politics in the black community, amplify the voices of black voices, and drive black voter registration. On the official website, users can check their registration status, register to vote, and learn more about political initiatives in their communities. Using the app, members will have the opportunity to share a profile sticker and allow users to match with others that share the same concerns over policy issues. In addition to the catchy civic anthem, BLK also has an in-app election center, a digital hub designed to shift the culture of voting and politics in the black community, amplifying the voice of the black voters, and drive black voter registration. Now, on the official website, users can check their registration status, register to vote, and learn more about political initiatives in their communities. And using the app, members will have the opportunity to share a profile sticker and allow users to match with others that share the same concerns over policy issues. I think I repeated the same line. But uh, that's great. You know, that's how you get the young people to the, the polls. And what better way than to use celebrities and entertainers and musicians and that they look up to or they follow them on social media or follow them in general and get them to go to the polls because it definitely makes a difference. Right now we have 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't you go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, I'm about to 
about to have a panic attack. I did the work. It didn't work. That truth, it hurts. It hurts. That lovey-dovey was not a fan of it. I'm good with my friends. I don't want a man, girl. I'm in my bed. I'm way too fine to be here alone. On the other hand, I know my worth. And now he calling me. Why do I feel like this? What's happening to me? My girl Lizzo, to be love, am I ready? Right now we have 13 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Madonna is seemingly getting ready for a world tour. And if a new report is to believe, the Queen of Pop, who last toured between 2019 and 2020 on Madame X Tour, will hit the road again in 2023. On Tuesday, October 4, Uruguay uh, newspaper uh, El Observado, uh, no, El Observador, uh, they reported that the 64-year-old pop superstar team has booked a stadium for a concert in November of 2023. And according to the reports, the Papa Don't Preach singer and her team booked Estadio Centenario. Now, now, the stadium, which has a capacity of over 60,000 people and is located in Montevideo, is being reserved for a Madonna show by production company AM. Now, Ricardo Lombardo, executive 
uh, president of the administrative commission reported the alleged booking to the outlet. If the report is true, it would be Madonna's first time playing in Uruguay, and the Vogue hitmaker was reportedly in talks to do so for the MDNA World Tour in 2012, but the negotiations fell through. Madonna last tour between 2019 and 2020, and uh, and that's throughout the United States and Europe. And she says she wanted to go on tour again and create and be. Uh, and be a creature of the stage, as she put it. And she said this is a happy place for her. And the Material Girl singer teased an interview uh, with Variety in uh, July. And the BET Hip Hop Awards had unveiled the winners of this year's edition, pre-taped last uh, Friday, September 30th. The 17th installment of the award-given event aired on Tuesday night, yesterday, October 4th, and saw Kendrick Lamar coming out victorious. The Compton-born rapper edged out Drake, who actually led the nomination with 14, to be the biggest winner by winning six out of the nine nominations. He nabbed the coveted award of Hip Hop Artist of the Year and Hip Hop Album of the year, Mr. Morale in the Big Steppers, in addition to Best Live Performer and Lyricist of the Year. Lamar also scored Best Hip Hop Video Award for appearing on Baby Kim's Family Ties Visual, uh, while he was also named Video Director of the Year along with Dave Free. Drake wasn't a total loser that night as he still scored two awards for Best Collaboration and Sweet 16 Best Feature Verse through Future's Wait For You, which also featured Thames. The song was tied with Jack Harlow's Churchill Downs, which also featured Drizzy in the latter category. Glorilla, meanwhile, shown as she was recognized as Best Breakthrough Hip Hop Artist. She beat out Baby Kim, Blast, Dochi, Fivio Farin, Nardo Wick, and Saucy Santana for the award. Song of the Year went to uh, Lato, uh, for Mulatto for Big Energy, while Lizzo also now won prize for Impact Track for her song About Damn Time. Other winners include Earth Gang, who was named Best Duo or Group, Hitmaka, who was hailed as Producer of the Year, and 50 Cent, who was dubbed Hustler of the Year. Kanye West also scored 10 nominations but didn't win any, while fellow nominees Doja Cat, Lil Durk, Jay-Z, and Megan Thee Stallion were among other artists who surprisingly scored zero BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, The 2022 BET Hip Hop Awards was hosted by Fat Joe, and it took place at the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center in Atlanta. And Lindsey Buckingham has canceled the remaining of his European tour due to ongoing health issues. The former Fleetwood Mac guitarist, who underwent life-saving heart surgery in 2019, has decided to call off the rest of his performances with shows in Glasgow, Dublin, and Liverpool this week, Axe. Lindsay was ousted from Fleetwood Mac in uh, January 2018, and he later filed a lawsuit alleging breach of fiduciary duty and breach of oral contract, but they later settled the lawsuit. He was replaced by crowded house Neil Finn on rhythm guitar and vocals. Lindsay released his seventh self-titled solo studio uh, last year. And Coldplay has decided to scrap a string of gigs after uh, Chris Martin was hit with a serious lung infection. The 45-year-old singer has been placed under strict orders to rest for at least three weeks by his doctors, prompting the Viva La Vida hitmakers to postpone next week's concert in Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo, 
uh, Brazil. Uh, following the Brazilian gig, the group was scheduled to perform 10 concerts in Buenos Aires, Argentina, from October 25th, with the show still expected to go ahead at this time. However, new dates to make up for the postponed ones have yet to be announced. Now, they say that um, Coldplay said that um, they want their fans to please hold on to those tickets as they will be valid uh, for the new rescheduled date. Uh, this will happen in early 2023 and will be announced very soon. However, they will also honor all requests for ticket refunds, which will be available at the point of sale. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre are teaming up on a new album called Missionary after te- teasing that the hip-hop idols are working on their first new music in almost three decades. The Drop It Like It's Hot rapper confirmed the crude title of the project. The new record is expected to be released in November. The album title confirmation comes after Eminem shared a snap in the studio with the pair last month and captioned it just a few bros hanging out. Snoop and Dre reunited early this year for an epic performance at the Super Bowl halftime show, along with Eminem, Mary J. Bly, and Kendrick Lamar. Snoop shot the fame in 1992 when he featured on Dre's debut solo single, Deep Cover, and his solo LP, The Chronic. Earlier this year, Snoop uh, bought Death Row Records, the label that launched his career. And Pusha T will never hesitate to help fans. A uh, day after Pusha performed at the pageant in St. Louis, the uh, If You Know You Know rapper took to his Twitter account to respond to one fan who shared a surprising anecdote from the show. On, um, on the Bluebird app, user Inday Live shared his unusual experience attending Pusha uh, concert. The user tweet while tagging the rapper saying, quote, I lost my prosthetic leg at your St. Louis show. Despite that, the fan noted that he still had fun, though. Pusher caught wind of the fan's tweet and called for fans to help to find the leg. The misfit toy rhymer responded, quote, if you were at the St. Louis show and know where my guy's prosthetic leg is, please hand it over. A fan apparently saw the prosthetic leg, replied to Pusha's tweet. The person wrote alongside a picture of it lying on the ground. And he said that he got a picture last night. It was in the bathroom. Some others, meanwhile, trolled the fan. And one person questioned, saying um, how son get home with no leg. To that, uh, Indy Live replied, I hopped. Meanwhile, Pusha is currently embarking on his, on his uh, It's Almost Dry tour in support of his latest album of the same name. The trek kicks off mid-September in Rochester, New York, and will include stops in Milwaukee, Phoenix, Houston, and Boston. Recently, the hip-hop star suggested he was working on the follow-up to the album, which was released back in April. Travis Scott has to take some time off to recover. The sicko mode hitmaker long-awaited new album, Utopia, has been expected to be delayed after the rapper injured his arm. The 31-year-old rapper told his fans that he injured his arm on Sunday, October 2nd. The Goosebumps MC posted a photo of his arm sling and a picture of him wearing the thing on his left arm via Instagram story. He simply captioned both images with a face with steam from the nose emoji, seemingly hinting that he was upset. 
and according to reports, Travis is expected to miss four to eight weeks in the studio. Now, sources told ESPN that the Houston hip-hop star upcoming album, Utopia, is expected to be delayed due to the injury. And uh, Future has sold the publishing rights of his music catalog to Influence Media Partners in a deal that earned the rap star at least $10 million. The music and entertainment platform, which is backed by Access Manager Black Rock and Warner Music Group, will now own the rights to the publishing royalties of 612 songs featuring Future songwriting credits from 2004 to 2020. And according to Billboard, the financial terms of the agreement has yet to be disclosed, but the rapper is believed to have received between 65 to 75 million for his catalog. That figure is based on the 38-year-old artist's master recording catalog, which has earned him an estimated 4.4 million in publishing royalties over the last three years. The acquisition price tag also takes into account the average net publisher share, which may range between 15 to 17 times the annual average earned in royalties from top rap stars publishing. However, the NPS or growth profit of Futures Catalog was traded for has yet to be revealed. Under the agreement, uh, Influence Media Partners will hold Future Publishing Right to an array of his biggest hits and collaborative efforts. This includes nine songs that reached the Billboard Hot 100 and two chart toppers like Way Too Sexy, his collaboration with Drake and Young Thug, and the Drake and Tim's assisted smash, Wait For You, from his latest studio album, I Never Like You. Well, we have uh, two minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Make sure you uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. You can also follow me at stiletto14 and on the gram at tjonesgibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care.